Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. Thank you for giving me your earbuds, your time, and also your focus to listening to our podcast week after week. Today, I want to talk about what you probably hear quite a bit the sales guru online, I'm going to put an echo, sales guru online are telling you, you have to assume the sales. Every time you go into a sales conversation, you have to assume the sales. Well, it's not necessarily untrue, but they forgot to tell you the other part of the equation, which is probably they the reason why they left it out is probably because they um, want you to be able to work with them and then they give you the answer. But today, I am going to share with you all. I have invested in time and taking on a job that pays me very, very little when I was in uh, SMG Days, Sales Marketing Globally, globally which is a, sporting, uh, a, a sports marketing hospitality company. So we were learned, we were taught how to do sales, okay? We were taught how to do cold call sales. And a lot of times we have to put on this, this, I will say persona, but I want you to understand that when you are in a sales conversation, sometimes it's not pretending to be somebody else, okay? You are just bring out a side of your personality that's, has been inside you, just have not been brought out to the to the front of your day-to-day persona to carry out the sales job, okay? So we were taught to be confident. We were taught to, to assume that what we have to sell, what we are offering to those CEOs that we are trying to get them to purchase our hospitality packages, which is just 10 grandstand seats, okay, for world-class sporting events. And we're going at $25,000 cold call. So I remember that I had to make phone calls and try to get to the CEO. Imagine the have to get past the gatekeeper. So I learned some really good sales tactics, okay, to get past those gatekeepers. And then when I get to the CEO, I have to start selling. I have to pitch. And one of the things that, they, that I was taught is to assume the sales, okay, that they're going to buy. Assume that what I'm going to share with them is what they need and want for their business. So we have to put on this, this persona, okay, that we're so confident that it's a no-brainer. You should be so lucky that I'm calling you to tell you that I actually have something that you need and want and it's not available in the market, but is available now and I'm calling you. So we need to adopt that persona. Again, I cannot stress enough that you are not acting per se. 
every single person, okay, have it in them. But if they don't exercise that muscle, okay, if they don't exercise that muscle of doing sales and having the conviction in what you're selling, then you will not be able to to show that side of you because it's not the side of you that you have allow yourself to shine. So I I didn't know that I have that capacity to have that persona inside me until I purposely allow myself to be put in an environment that there is no other way but to ignite, to bring out that side of me, which is to be so confident and be a no BS, you know, no BS when it comes to what I have that I'm going to sell to the CEO and it's a no-brainer that they should buy it, okay? So I was taught how to assume the sales. Now, when it comes to fast forward, okay, I got, I got that, that those sales tactics and it has honed me into the salesperson I am today. But as I grow in my career, as I grow in my business, as I grow personally, inwardly, I notice that that could only get me so far, okay? Assuming the persona of, of assuming the sales. That of course, I'm the big deal. Of course, you want to hire me, <laughs> okay? So I could only go that far. And I realized that I'm hitting a block. What is blocking? What is blocking that block? That I'm assuming the sales. How come I'm not closing all the sales? That's when I decided to get help from a, from a um, seven-figure sales coach. And that was a big investment on my end, from my end. But I know that I need to be able to unblock what is blocking me to get to the next level. I know how to sell. I know how to sell well. But how can I sell it in a fashion that is not so assertive that I am all that, right? How can I sell in a fashion that not just assuming the sales, but to be a more authentic agreement that, yes, they also feel that they need to give me the sale. So all this time, my conviction in knowing how good I am, what I'm offering is going to help them. Okay, whoever is listening to me has helped me to a certain level in my sales. But I need to go to the next level that it becomes almost like a match made in heaven. Okay, it's no longer just me assuming the sales. I want the other end of the person, the other end of the equation to tell themselves that there's no other way than to for them to assume that the only way to get what they need is to work with me. So now we're trying to create that. So that's the reason why I said that assuming the sales is 50% of the equation. What's the other 50%? The other 50% is you not only have to assume the sales, which is creating that energy inside you that you are the big deal, okay? That of course they will have to work with you. They will want to work with you because you're so brilliant because your solutions is going to help them, your service is going to help them, your product is going to help them. Apart from just you assuming the sales and, and creating that energy inside you for you to show up, okay, to show up um, confidently, there needs to be another side, which is you need 
to create an opportunity for them to, for your potential client to tell you to articulate it themselves that you are the person that they want to work with. Why is it so important for them to tell you that May, okay, in this case, May, yes, we want to work with you and that's the reason why. Why is it so important for them to say it out? Because nobody argue against ourselves. They will not argue against themselves. I am not the one telling them if I am doing the part of assuming the sales, it will look like this. Okay. Hey, now that you have heard all my all the things that I can do for you, it doesn't it make sense that you should hire me, that we should work together. So now, me being super assertive, me being assuming the sales, makes sense that we should be working together, right? Whatever I'm offering you is able to solve whatever problem you need to be solved. So does it make sense that we should be working together? That's me assuming the sales. Now, this part, the other person may feel like, whoa, 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 this person, this May is pretty assertive, okay? May is just assuming that I'm going to work with them. So they're still not on board yet with me. Having said that, okay, now let's flip the other switch, which is have them articulate, okay? If they, in this scenario, okay, I'm going to show them that, hey, after I show you my solutions, after you show me, I show you the solutions and you, you, you agreed, okay, you agreed that, yes, that I can help you, does it make sense that we should be working together? What do you think? You want them to be able to articulate back, okay? You want to create an opportunity in that conversation by asking them a question. So based on what I've shown you, okay, based on what I've shown you and the results that I think I'll be able to get you, does it make sense? that we should be working together. So now I'm asking them a question. Does it make sense that we should be working together? I didn't say it makes sense for us to work together. I asked asking them, does it make sense to you that we should be working together? Now the other party will have to say yes or no. And of course you want to hope for them to say yes. You want them to be able to say yes by yes. After what you have presented, I think you are the best person to help us in this situation. And if they didn't elaborate, okay, you may want to ask them to elaborate. So, oh, I'm so happy for you to, say, to hear you say that. Can you elaborate to me why you think that? Now, even though they already said that, oh yeah, I think that you are the best person, right? So that's, you are 75% there to closing the sale. This 25% is to put that so sign, okay? So, which is, you're going to ask them, oh, can you elaborate to me? Why do you think I'm the person that you think you need to be working with? Why do you think? Why do you think that it's a good idea for us to work together? I, I know why it's a good idea for us to work together. Why do you think it's a good idea? So you want them to explain it because when they say out the reason why they want to work with you, they are justifying to themselves, okay? They are justifying to themselves. They are listening to themselves 
they are convincing themselves, not you convincing them that, hey, why you need to work with me? You need to work with me because of this A, B, C, D, E, F reason. When you tell people why they need to work with you, they only hear probably like 25%. But if they say it to themselves that why they need to work with you, they would not argue against themselves. They probably will hear 100% of what they're saying. So they will, they will tell you that, oh, I think I want to work with you because then they will tell you the reason. So now you're going to close the sale by assuming the sale based on what you just said. So it makes sense that we should work together. I know that we should work together, but now it makes sense to you. You just make it logical to yourself that we should be working together. So that's when the sale is done. Okay. So when we started the episode, we talked about why assuming the sales is not complete, okay? It's not a bad thing to do, but there needs to be a follow-up to that. So you want to be able to assume the sales by building that confidence inside yourself that you are the big deal. They want to hire you. Of course, they will hire you because of who you are. You're so brilliant. You can solve their problem and you really are good in what you do. So when you share what you can do to help to help your potential client, that conviction and the confidence is there, okay? You are already assuming, of course, they want to work with you. You're assuming the sale. But then to tie that present with a nice bow, okay? Just tie the sale with a nice bow, we are going to create opportunities for them to tell us why they want to work with us, okay? To ask them, do you think it makes sense for you to work with us? And then explain and ask them to tell you why, because they would never argue against themselves. That's when it's a mutual agreement. It's no longer a sales pitch. It's no longer you being super salesy, super, super assertive, and then they get put off. Now you're creating an opportunity for them to say yes or no to you, even though you're assuming the sale. You're giving them an opportunity for them to say, yes, you are right. I want to work with you. And then in addition to that, you ask them, why do, do you mind sharing with me why? And then now they further convince themselves that there's nobody else they want to work with except you because of ABC, XYZ reason. Okay? So hopefully today's podcast is going to give you the extra edge when you are going to a sales conversation. So um, make sure you listen to this a few times. Okay? Or if you're watching this, watch it a few times. Because it takes practice to articulate this in a fashion that is non-threatening. You want to always stay in a curious mind and you want to be confident at the same time. You want to be confident in presenting your services and assuming the sales. But then at the later part, you want to be curious by asking them questions so they don't feel that they are being pushed to have to work with you, to say yes to you. You're giving them an out, an opportunity to get out of the conversation by asking them, based on what I've shared with you, does it make sense that we should work together? And then give them the opportunity to say yes. If they say yes, perfect. Then you ask them why, and that will solidify the sales. But again, you've got to have a very good relationship with money in order to do all this because if you don't, then you go in wanting that sales and it becomes very needy, okay? Or very assertive. 
And you also have to make sure that your role is a sales consultant, not to push for sales. When you detach yourself from money, okay, when you detach it from it being a, a money transaction, but more as a consultancy role, okay, a consultant role and ask question, you come in with an energy of confidence and at the same time, an energy of how can I help you? Tell me how I can help you. Let's have a conversation and then come to a mutual conclusion, either to work with you or to not to work with you. If you feel that they have to work with you, but they don't feel that they have to work with you, then it's not a mutual agreement. And if you do book this particular client, they are making the purchase under a haste decision or under pressure or because you're giving a super good deal, they can't say no. And then problems will arise when you start working because you are not a good match to begin with, okay? So if you want to work a little bit more on your relationship with money, understanding finance, so you have a better relationship with money, I would strongly suggest for you that we only have the virtual option open to join us for our June 3rd in-person event in Fort Lauderdale. If you can still make it, great. I mean, this podcast is going to be dropped on May 31st. So um, it's a very short notice for you and your family to come to uh, Florida. If not, then join us virtually where I will be talking about profit on repeat. So we will be talking about finance, talking about numbers, about your, your magic number, how much money you need to make in order to live that life that you want, about relationship with money, how it affects your sales conversation, how it affects your pricing strategy, all that. So if you want to get more information about that, send me an email, send me a DM, go to the show notes, you know how to get hold of me. The price for the virtual ticket is $297. It's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on a Saturday, June 3rd. If you can't attend live, you can only come in on and off. That's okay because we will send you a recording and also a digital workbook so you can you can continue with education even if you're not present with me for that whole eight hours. All right. Thank you so much for your time today. Don't forget to share my podcast. Give me a review. Give me a rating because we are still on track to be one of the top podcasts in the events field and also in the uh, business and mindset field. Thank you so much and I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.